Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into the Hard Luck Show. It's the greatest show on earth. Sitting across from me, my co-host, my partner, is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian, here with a disgusting chagrin to bring you a show that's gonna make you cry and laugh again. Come on! Come on! Come on! My lady singing that war cry. Come on! Look at me. I feel the spirit of Polly B right now. Do you feel that? I feel it! Crime time! Come on! And it might not take us one, but that hand drum is my anthem. We go on the other way. You know we coming when you feel the pain. And on sound, old blue eyes. Sean Lewis, certified audio professional and engineer for the hall. Dude, look. What is that? What is that? Scorpions? So. My name is old blue eyes, European rock. Yeah, I like this. Is this where we're at today? Yeah, this is where we're at. Listen, children, while I tell you about plugging in cables into the soundboard. What is this? Yeah, what is this? What are you doing, dude? Oh, oh shit! What? 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 What is this? You know what? what? Bad as fuck. This is fucking badass. You don't know, but Sean used to work at um, the operate the rides at the carnival. <laughs> Do you remember that thing that would spin around and go up yeah. and down the rock and roll yeah. or whatever? Yeah. He they was go the, backwards. Yeah, yeah, he was the DJ on one of those. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boyfriends, grab your sweet lover tight because we're gonna rock around the rock yeah. right now. DJ O Blue Eyes. All right. That's fucking... Yeah, that's powerful. Yeah. All right, man. Well, he's in a, you're in a good mood today, old blue eyes. I, I like that. that. I like I the that. energy. And... Yeah! We have a guest. Whoa, whoa. In from the yeah. San Fernando Valley. Yeah. By way of Los Angeles. Yeah. The undisputed... Heavyweight champion... He's a light heavyweight champion. I was talking about intellectual prowess. Mr. Nicholas Nicodelio. Yeah. Nick Leo. Look at him come in. Nick Leo. Look at him. He doesn't even want those pretzels. He said, Sean, put those pretzels down. He's walking in clean. He just made the, the cross of the fingers against Steve's cigarettes. He said, get away from me. Come on now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Woo! All right. Check one, two. What's up, guys? Yes. Check one, two. Hello, everybody. Yeah. Check one, two. What's going on, everybody? 
Dude, it's nice oh, to see like Stevie right. working. Good work. I mean, Nick I'll, Leo, man. I'll, Welcome I'll to say, the show. <laughs> I'll say Nick, right? Nick Leo. We got Nick Leo here today. You guys, Nick has been, um, well, obviously, Nick's a, a very old friend of mine. Me and Nick been friends for uh, 20, I mean, for 30, for almost 30 years. And, Man, um, I can't wait we'll to ask you. I've been I trying to figure out how, how long we've been he, friends. He knows all about the podcast. He knows that I've been asking him to come on. We've talked about it, and um, and so yeah, we we and we've been connected. He knows the whole process of a lot of things that are going on in my life because. I share a lot with Nick. Nick's a good buddy of mine, man. So and he said I could get my Supermax set, so I said, Yeah, I'll be yeah, right I there. bring bring the ransom. Water. Right, Supermax, <laughs> man. By the way, that dropped. How's it going? Yeah, it's going great, man. Supermaxhardware.com. If you're listening, and uh, on IG at Supermax Hardware, check us out. Um, get some gear. Support your local neighborhood brand. And um, yeah, we're rocking some shit. You guys got some gear today? Yeah. Everybody I'm looking at got some Supermax yeah. gear today. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, uh, Santa Lucky came through and fucking just laced, laced everybody up with some fucking high quality gear. My fu- I think my favorite thing is that sweatshirt, bro. Yeah, bro. That yeah, thing uh, is fucking. I could tell by the. The fabric or whatever that is, that's a serious... Where oh, was yeah, that made? Yeah, where yeah, did you make it? It's a 14-ounce. I made it in downtown LA. It's in a 14-ounce La- brushed cotton. You didn't get it in Wuhan, China? No, man. We cut and sewed all this <laughs> shit in Wuhan, China. Hey, but when you crack open the shirts, those aren't shirts we pre-bought. We cut and sewed all those shirts. No shit. Yeah. So, no wonder they're um, so expensive. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. That's, you know. Anyway, then we did it all domestically. We don't make stuff overseas we do it here everything is made and assembled manufactured in los angeles right and let me ask you this real quick because i just wanted to say something so steve how busy have i been this week and this next upcoming week (sighs) yeah you're crazy man like i don't even bother this guy (laughs) i don't even call this guy much anymore right now because he's got so much on his plate. Dude, I came in here uh, this morning and like there was papers, disarray, stacks of shit everywhere. And I come in here and he's like, he just shrugged his shoulder and he's like, "Eh, it's a working law firm. <laughs> what am I gonna uh, do?" Right. right. <laughs> so right, and I got and that's kind of how he rolls. Yeah. Just get, just move forward. Yesterday I had a, a big hearing that was supposed to end, but because of shenanigans from one of the craziest fucking lawyers I've ever seen, mm-hmm. the court had to make another hearing. Plus, I got trial all next week, right? So my wife was like, "Puppy, pup." No, she doesn't say that. Mm-hmm. She said, "Hey, uh, do you think you should be doing the show? Like you doing all this other shit?" And I said, "Let me tell you something, toots. Mm-hmm. Let me hear sweet tits. Yeah, let me shit. tell you something." That's my drinking. That show is how I relax. This show is how I fucking relax. This that is, takes care of your anxiety. Right. <laughs> this is my fucking drug, honestly. Right? And I was thinking about I was talking to Sean. I was like, man, if I could do this full time, 24-7, I would take this show and add 18 more pieces to it. Uh-huh. I would hire fucking... Uh, recording you know junkies to follow me around for when i get in the fights with my wife and all this other shit i would do this 24 7 for real unfiltered too i'd be like fine look at my fucking ball sack i don't give a shit Mm -hmm. the thing is i love it so i was talking to sean i'm like dude you know i think i could do it for 250k a year Right, like if I could, if we could set up a GoFundMe and have people. If you, listen, I'm telling, talking to the every, and this would help you, 
This would help you. This would probably even help Nick. <laughs> if if we want to set up a GoFundMe and you want me to be able to delegate my law firm shit to another lawyer and me to go full board on all of this shit, I'll follow Lucky around with a camera. I'll catch him fucking doing push-ups with fucking Estevan Oreo, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's, I, 250 a K, listen, send it in. Go fund me. Let's get this shit off the ground. Let's okay. get, I'll fucking follow Lepke mm-hmm. for 10 weeks straight. Mm-hmm. I will do a deep dive into the world of Lepke DeMarco. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I got 20 bucks. I'm in. All right. <laughs> Seriously. Him, <laughs> yeah, first one. Yeah. All right. First 20. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So I'm just throwing that out there. Right. I don't know how we're going to get it going. But listen, I want to. I would follow Demarco around when he's in Walmart with Schmitty and screaming and boobopping him the whole time in there. That would be worth. That's comedy gold right there, bro. Boobopping. Boobopping. All right, so got that out of the way. Let's turn to Nick because Nick, right? Nick. Nick. Nick's the man. He is the man. Nick always ends up in the Nick in the mix. Listen, let me tell you something. Uh, When you said that you've known him for thirty years, I went like this. I rub my hands together because I'm like, he's got the real stories. He's and got. He's been. A, yeah, he does. He does have a lot of stories. How did you sure. guys meet? What? How did you fucking meet? I really don't know. <laughs> did you I, get? I, th- I thought about it. I'm like, how did the fuck? Excuse my French, but how no, did that work? please swear. Through Sakura? No, but it was around that time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Through what? What did you say? Did you speak English? No, there? It was a group called Psycho Realm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Psycho Realm. Yeah. You guys met through Psycho No, Roman? it was before it did. It was before that. Okay. It was way before that. Did you guys. And you were living in West LA? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I was living in West LA. Yeah. And then I just started trying to figure out life. Wait, figure out my job, you? figure out We everything. ran around together. I, he, How he, old he, were you? How old were you, Steve, at that time? Uh, in my early 20s. It was, it, was right, it was before Vincent was born. So oh, let me ask you. It was almost 22? around that time. Around 22. Nick. Yes, sir. So in these early days, because a lot of our listeners, they could only dream of partying with Big Lux and living <laughs> that know. life that he's lived and taking oh the chances. Goodness, Don't start that. Come on. You guy acts like he's modest. Listen, what did you guys do for fun back then? What were you doing? Going to the clubs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He'd, he'd either be working for Big B. <laughs> at the club and yeah. then you know and then every, all of a sudden you'd be like look at some guy and be like hey what happened oh Stevie hit that guy real quick <laughs> he'd grab him by the arm he'd walk him away and be like hold on stay right here hit him and then that'd be it that would be it just that'd like be, that yeah. oh, boom bam bing that's it is that true Steve I don't know, bro. I don't know. I got no uh, <laughs> taking pleading the fifth on that. Right, but I mean, you were working security, so if you had to sure. handle somebody, yeah, yeah, things no, happen. Yeah, things happen. Things happen. Right. It was fun. Uh, right. They happen all the time. Right. It was a good time. And then what did you guys do? Chase girls? What did you do? Come on, don't no, lie to with, us. He was with uh, his baby mama. Yeah. yeah, but what about you? Were you f- getting any of the no, vagina I was like, crime? I was like so falling? enamored by what was happening in Hollywood at that time that mm. I wasn't chasing girls. I was like... I mean, I was always chasing girls, but, you know, you were more into what was happening and who you were with and what was going on. Yeah, this was, this was like, this was a, a, um, a lot of, like, um, Sunset Strip, 
back like in the early 90s and shit like fucking yeah, like frank the, ball eight, era yeah, right frank right? ball for yeah. sure i love frank describe you know, the era the so rock, like the, uh, these places were like well the roxy and then it was the viper room all the time mm-hmm. and was Brent it just and like yep, the yep, yep. it was right around the time where river phoenix died all that yeah. shit all that was going so down. was there like just tons of people on the street was it, it like was... lots of famous people and musicians walking around was there just cocaine clouds just floating in the air like describe <sighs> it god damn it it's never coming back, and people need to know. Exactly. It was like, it was just, and that was where everybody was like, everybody traveled through that boulevard, and, and there was just a lot of shit popping, bro. It was crazy, man. Yeah, like, because there was still, there was still like, the rock element, right? Yeah. It was still in. It was big. You know, it was still in the mix big, dude. You right. know what Who I'm was the big rock element no, at that time? Like Motley Crue? <laughs> was was uh, the drummer I mean, from Motley Crue walking around without pants? Well, what was going on? <laughs> no, but those clubs were going off and. Chicks there with was big hair? Weird, yeah, but there was then there was this whole it was the underground thing that was happening. Yeah, there was and Cypress was coming around, and you know right. everything was it was just that whole era of ninety one when ninety one hit it like changed music music shifted right at yeah, that time, and yeah. you were there to see the we class. Were, I mean, we were, were there right to there. see the change. Totally right man. there, like in the thick of it. All right, like, so I don't think I was selling tattoos for Frank for not making no money, just like to talk to people. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How do you sell a tattoo? You just like somebody walks in and you just have a little conversation with them. Oh, what would you like? Did it, you know this and that? And then yeah, you know what? Is there an art to got, that? Wait, wait. There is, there is an art to it. What's People art, sell tattoos all day long. What's huh? the art to selling a tattoo? I mean, like, does somebody come in and they're like, well, I'm just, you know, I was in a fraternity. Yes. I just want to put Delta Kappa Phi on my ankle. And you're like, well, that's a beautiful idea. But have you seen this giant mural of a Chrysler we could put mm. on your back? Is that how it goes? No, it usually starts around, like, with people. I mean, when I was doing it, it was Frank. And who was the other guy that was working with Frank? Mm. Oh, anyways, uh, Jimmy Hoffa, right? Oh, oh, um, crazy dude with all the piercings and everything. Yeah, and, no. the, and basically they'd be like, Nick, just start mm-hmm. talking to girls that walk by or whatever. Anybody walks in, just sell them. Just right. sell them whatever you can. I was just literally just telling like, hey, so why don't you get this? Why don't you get that? <laughs> get a little, why don't you get a dolphin on you? You should get a unicorn. You should get a rainbow. Right. right. Your last. And the people just get them. And they would. Yes. Right. At that time, you, you know. You had the gift of gab, huh? You were just For like, a long time, yeah, I did have the gift of gab. You were like, listen, I listen, you've got the best flesh for was an octopus tattoo right on your neck. You better yeah, come so right, right in. Right on the lower of your back. How did it work? <laughs> How did it work? Did you was that a commission based thing? No, dude. I was just doing it to be down, to be around. Okay. You know what I mean? So, what is the greatest drug story you've got from that era? <laughs> And don't be shy. And don't what? look at Steve no. like, what? No, none of that no. shit. Come I on. I don't really, dude, you know, I was there. Oh, no, drug, come on. drug uh, story. Do you never, you, dude, oh, come on, dude. You didn't even tell a tame. Uh, no, I'm not putting any restrictions on drug story. Yeah, he's he he folding like, his arm. I'm like, no, he I mean, like, that's crazy. He goes, drug story. Yeah, like, what, what do you mean? I was selling tattoos. That's the, yeah. the most cleanest form of making money <laughs> there. Yeah, dude, but the night that you got your stomach done, that was funny. When they did that. Why? Why is that funny? Because it was in so much pain. <laughs> He no. was crying. Wait a second. Oh, Nick, Nick, don't change Yeah, they the did the outline right nah, before he nah, took you to jail. Nah, nah, yeah, nah. no, we took him to jail. I believe you. Yeah. I believe what you're saying. But Me what I want to ask you. right there saying, see you later, homeboy. Do you have a fun, <laughs> do you have an amazing 
cocaine story from that era. Yes? Or yes, no? I do. And, and I'll take, talk about it later. Because oh. my brain doesn't work like you know normal. <laughs> because of all the cocaine. Yes. Okay. It's like starting up a car in the in the morning in the engine. <laughs> yeah. So he's got to put that thought in there. Yeah. And let it work for a while. Yeah. All right. And then and maybe just... in a little while he'll be able to. All right, Sean, mark that down. We're going to need to return to that because that's good. <laughs> Steve, why don't you tell us a great drug story from that time? Come on, man. Did you put a bunch of coke on your penis and have chicks suck it? I mean, come on. What is it? Why are you guys hiding this? I don't We're not hiding it. Yes. It's just, it, dude, I really don't remember. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, all of a sudden, we don't. Crazy. Craziness. What does that mean? Just give me a, a smattering, a, 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 a hypothetical, if you will. Pulling fucking paintings off the wall, <laughs> laying them on the bed, and throwing out fucking. <laughs> doing, oh, yeah, yeah. doing Scarface line. Yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah, when you was... do it, when you do a Scarface line, is there a point like a point? Where I'm gonna you... give you. I'll give you one. Give me. Come on. I give you one. All right. Thank you. Please. So, I'm out with some friends. <laughs> and a couple, a couple of my friends were doing their thing, right? So you know, for a long time, you know, when we would be out there and going out, like there wasn't no, you weren't paying for for goodies. They were just there, you know. Everybody was taken care of, right? Right. But when I'm out, we're at some spot and we were up, and, and it wasn't from. We, we were in this bar from about eleven until about two thirty when they finally kicked us out. <laughs> we had all been doing blow and chicks and that, and then we went to some chick's house, and nothing popped off. And we, but we were still doing bumps through the night, <laughs> right, right? Right. One of the one of those regular right. evenings. But Nick is Nick is rubbing his gums right now. Nick is rubbing his gums right now. Go ahead. I get. I end up going back to my boys' pad. Who uh, I was already separated at this point. Of course. And my boy's going through a separation right at this time as well. Okay. So he's got his pad, but his kids and his wife aren't there. Uh-oh. So he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just want to fucking crash over, yeah. So we end up over at my boy's pad. Mm-hmm. So... We get back, <laughs> we, and we're in the pad, and we're making up some drinks and shit. It's just me, me and him for this last year. And fucking, <laughs> this guy fucking pulls out a fucking bird that's already, like, the corner's already cracked off. This <laughs> <laughs> Looking like a pillow that was bitten. But, but, yeah, bit off the corner, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Comes and brings it over to the dining room, to the dining room table by the kitchen, right? <laughs> Put something there, dude. And he, when it hits, like the little piece of saran wrap that was on the corner of it, like holding it in, like pops off, and like a pile just boom, a piece, not even a pile, a piece, just boom, kind of open up. And he's like, hey, You want to do a line? I'm like, Oh, yeah, dude. So he breaks off these two giant fucking lines, bro. Yeah. And we're up until about five, six in the morning, right? Yeah, and we had done like, maybe like you know we had been done we had gonna done another good issue for Kapala, <laughs> and he's like, and he he just lines up like four monster lines, and it's like the sun's coming up, right? <laughs> and we're drinking vodka on ice. Right? <laughs> so we got no juice, no nothing, and nobody wanted to leave. And uh, he lines up these four massive lines, and the sunlight's coming up, and I'm like, oh, dude, what the fuck? And he does one big giant line. He goes, and he throws down the $100 bill. 
And he looks at me and he goes, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Do as much of that shit as you want. And he fucking walks into his room, dog, with a big old bottle of water. And like, I don't know how he did it, but that motherfucker <laughs> went into sleep. the room and crashed out after that. Big old fucking ganker, right? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Or he went in there and whatever, but he was out. Right. A few minutes later, the right. motherfucker was out, right? <laughs> And I look, and, and as soon as like he, as soon as the door closed, I hear like a big rail, right? And there's these two big fat ones still out. I'm like, oh, dude, I gotta fucking, I'm gonna have to have to give him this fucking bird and put it in his room because I can't have it out here, right? Right. Hey, dog, this dude <laughs> resurfaces about two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like 15 pounds lighter. <laughs> Good time. Ordered like fucking couple hundred dollars worth of porn on his cable box in the living room. <laughs> and he was like, he gets he looks at me and he just uh, he looks out there of his room and he sees me and he's waking up like get up and he just stops and he's like and he's applauding me, bro. And he's like, Damn, that's commitment. Line me yeah. one up. That's commitment. You know? So yeah, I mean like you know, man, like crazy stories like that, man. Like fucking just and that wasn't like I mean it, that was a one time deal. It was like different situations. That should happen all like the time. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy shit, what? bro. Like, I don't know when how you... I how I even made it through nights like that without having heart attacks and shit is uh, unbelievable. What yeah. is like so? Is there a point like? But that just sounded like a. So is there a point when you're doing that much coke? Is there you, like you can't get it up your nose anymore? No. All right. So, so look, dude, the first twenty minutes. Yeah. Fucking yeah. You're raging. Maybe second twenty get you to an hour, and then you're just putting shit up your nose just to put it up your nose. Right, it's not but, uh, even affecting you anymore. Right, and then, it, but it's affecting me. But is there <laughs> you're walking around naked? Mm -hmm. What? <laughs> but is there a point? I guess what I'm really trying to understand is the different mental pieces. Like, I don't just want like the beginning and then oh, it's not working. What are all the, like? Is there a point where you feel like a lion and you just go into this weird beast mode for ten seconds? If you've done it long enough for like an hour and forty minutes, you're just like, ah! You start punching shit, and then is there another period where you're like talking to yourself seriously about life and it's time to get back to basics? And mm -hmm. when it, and then another period where you're like, I just need orange juice. Like, what are all the <laughs> mental experiences you go through when you're doing a real serious coke run? Like, what's the real shit? Is there is there kind of like I think you are going through all that emotional shit. Right. Yes, you are. Right. And and when you do it with somebody else, like I'm if, talking about doing it alone. Right. Yeah, see that's what I used to like I'd party, but then there'd be a point when I'm like time I gotta to go. go. I gotta go and I just gotta be by myself doing drugs. Right. Just meditating yep. with the cocaine. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Until bro. it's gone. For real. Right. There's enough of this socializing bullshit. It's time to get serious. Yeah. <laughs> Most real addicts that I know, yeah. they want to get the dope or the drug or the whatever it is yeah. alone. Right. So they don't have to share, so they can be alone to be weird. Yeah, I'd order two eight balls. Yeah. One would be for the party and one would be for me when I was when it was time to go home. Right. And and I've I've sniff a, sniff a quarter ounce of fucking coke. Yeah. In, in a in a twenty four hour period. Yeah. That's not good for you. <laughs> I mean, right, but I'm I'm also kind of just curious as to like what levels of the brain like it goes through, like what kind of experiences you've had because I've gotten you know fucked up before in things that when I was fucked up made sense to me mm -hmm. at the time mm -hmm. and was real. I'd called people up and like talked through different pieces of a movie. 
mm-hmm. right? And then like da da, and then left crazy messages on like a hundred of my friends' voicemails, right. right? And it made total sense when I was doing it. Like there's absolutely, I know what I'm doing. And then later, when everything cleared, I was like, wow, that was that was crazy. <laughs> what I just did was crazy. Was nuts. Right. Yeah. So I was kind of curious to know, like, in this in this journey, in this cocaine journey as you're mentally you know drifting out to the cocaine sea and you're letting the current slowly drag you out towards that cocaine horizon and you're saying goodbye to your friends on the shore Hmm. and you're saying au revoir my friends on the shore (laughs) i'm going on across the cocaine horizon and then you're alone in that horizon right kind of like castaway cocaine castaway Right, you're like on the cocaine island eating cocaine coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> like what mentally, you know, like what are some like I'm the- telling you, you know, hold on, let me start this over. My name's Nick, I'm an addict alcoholic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. You know, but literally it's like that first hour, I'm fire. I'm great. Right. Like I love it. <laughs> what do you do? Then I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still and, doing and, it. I hate yeah, it, but and you I'm still know something doing it. Too? Yeah. I think I think there's a romance to early cocaine use, the way it hits you and affects you. Right. And I had some, it, for, for lack of a better word, magical moments in my first experiments using cocaine. Okay, my first what was of- a magical moment? Take us to a magical moment. Like, what was a magical moment? I was doing something. Fun. Real quick, why do you always go down like this? I know, it's great. He does that when he's talking Uh, about serious uh, drug shit or fucking. Whenever he's talking about drugs or fucking. No, no, or crimes. Right, he goes like this. He goes goes down, he's like, now listen, I've been with some chicks. Fucking them, fucking them, fucking them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, what's that about? Well, this one time I fucking did some cocaine. I mean, dude, but see, like, like, to me, cocaine's not romantic like that. At right. all. Right, but before I you... I get right down to it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. No, man. you're more of you a an... Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck's romantic <laughs> about? Like, let's get do some drugs. Right, you're the Because my pecker ain't working, so right. fuck it. Let's do some more drugs. Right. 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 You're, right. you're what there we call... Go. That's called the uh, Apocalypse Now cocaine, dude. <laughs> yep. But but I wanted to hear a magic moment. A cocaine magic moment from uh, Big Lux. Um, I might put this in, in part of my holiday special for Christmas. Because it deals <laughs> oh, with snow. What was the magic? I, I, I don't... There was just, there was just, you know, I remember um, being with, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, uh, being with somebody and us, like, just having, like, an early coke experience, like, that euphoria and that high and, like, everything was working and the conversation and everything I was feeling and she was feeling this and that, that we fucking... When fucking broke it off, and it was like oh, well, we're on fire, you yeah, know, yeah. Lines off her ass and all that shit. And right. and like, boom, had this great, and then you're like, fuck that experience. I was chasing that experience, re- trying to reproduce that experience, right, over and over again. It's just like we romanticize these like sometimes early on experiences that we have, and right. So you this, know, like, listen, we're talking about cocaine. I mean, like, look at heroin. Like, wait, like wait, the, wait. The, let's let's. That's another beast. I want to now switch it to the senator from oh, okay. Cocaine yeah. Island, senator from Minnesota. Right, Nick. You Nick now Riddle. you're different. You're saying, look, 
I ain't about romance. Yeah. This is a fucking... So what is your situation? What are you saying? Say, like, same thing. Like, literally, like, that romanticizing... Yeah. And it doesn't affect me. It doesn't uh, roll into my life like that. Right, so like, what is it? Literally, it's like, let's get the drugs, got the drugs, do a couple of bumps with a couple of buddies, and then I'm like, fuck these dudes. Like, I want to go be a degenerate by myself. <laughs> right, right, and right. that's what it was. That yeah. was my... That's what I did. Every time. Every time. Like, what am I doing? Like, here, do a bump, do a bump. No, give me a rail. Yeah, let's yeah. get down to yeah. it. I let's love Let's, like, that. try and, like, you know, give me a cardiac arrest. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. And right. just keep going, and then you can't do it anymore, and then you're like, oh. Did you ever, Nick, did you <laughs> oh. ever Did you ever get a real rail, right? You fucking loaded up your fucking Apache helicopter, and you're like, fuck it, tor Coke torpedoes to the nose, and you're like, wow, let's go. Did you ever, like, punch your chest and be like, oh? Yeah, did you of course. <laughs> yeah. Naked. Ran into the mirror, <laughs> screaming Naked. in the mirror. Naked. Ah! <laughs> yeah, of course, bro. I fucking love that. Of course. Like, and I've ebbed and flowed with, you know, drugs like that. I love yeah. that. You know what? I, I think I, I love that. I understand the romantic part, too, because I've had that, too. And then I've also had the, like, because I'm part American Indian, so sometimes when I would get fucked up, I'd want to take this kind of crazy warrior out. Right. Right? And I'd be like, ah! And I'd, like, w you know, cut myself with a knife and yeah, be like, ah! Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got a scar <laughs> to wake here. you up. Yeah. Oh, can I do it? I to got a scar here. I'm like, ah! I'm, like, okay. <laughs> I'm going to wake up the beast inside me. Yeah. <laughs> and you want to know what's funny? Right. Is then, like, later, um, I had this client. Uh, this is true. I don't even know I should say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. This client, right? So later I had this client, real wealthy, like serious wealth, like son of son of son of wealth, where I don't know if you've dealt with heirs of wealth, but they're kind of, we they're weird. Like they don't, they're kind of weird, right? They just, something's off about them, right? Because they've just been so safe their entire life and rich for so long. They don't just, so. Hold on a minute. There was a guy in county jail when I was like 18. And this motherfucker, every time before he'd have a fight, he'd punch himself in the face. <laughs> what? <laughs> to get his blood. He said, if I taste my own blood, it's on. It's on. <laughs> wow. I can't tell you thought of that. When you said that, you cut yourself. I did. I had a fucking honey knife, and yeah. I was like all fucked up Dude. by myself, and I'm like, ah! Yeah. And I cut my knife. That's the funniest shit. I don't even know if it's funnier because you're, it's so funny to you that the oh, guy will yeah, punch himself. So yeah. The Why dude like punch himself a couple times in the face <laughs> and he goes, oh, once I taste my blood, it's on. We started, I fell out laughing. <laughs> Me and Shorty from Florencia, dog, we hit the ground laughing when this dude did that shit, bro. We were laughing. We, we didn't stop clowning this fool, man. Right, but I got that oh, client. So crazy. I got fucked up and just did that on some crazy shit. Right. But when that client, <clears throat> he, when I wanted that, I got that client because... Uh, I took my 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 jacket off or whatever, and he could see my shoulder. Uh, and he's like, "What's that scar from?" And I'm like, "Oh, that was part of my uh, warrior initiation from into my tribe, my American Indian uh, tribe." And he was like, shit. "What?" He was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "I thought you got that scar because you just got fucked up and crazy and cut yourself." <laughs> I was all like, right, "Not right. at all. What the fuck's the matter with you? That's a shame." Um. So, you guys. So that's Nick. year one. Yeah, that was my my one, man. Listen. Okay, so uh, then, hey, Nick, what'd you do when you couldn't get up your nose no more? I'd try and, I'd, you know, clear it. clear it and try it again. And it was just so swollen that you couldn't do it. 
Yeah, I would fucking start putting that shit in motherfucking little caps of bottle with water. <laughs> yeah. And just mixing it around till it, you know, till, and I'd be pouring that shit down my fucking nose. But why is it always the nose, though? Like, it's, it's because it's quick. Like, you could put that shit in your ass or in your nose. Right. We've had some friends, I guess we can't say their name, but mm -hmm. we had some friends who told us that they had put some fucking something in their ass, crystal. Shards. Big fucking crystal shards. Big old in piece of broken I, glass. It's in big, his ass. dude. As big <laughs> as these <laughs> fucking t-shirts. Shut the fuck it's up. It's true. <laughs> but this, it, and he jammed it up in there and sat on it, <laughs> like sat on it. And I guess the ass is like a giant <clears throat> mouth. Yep. And it just starts yep. eating. Yep. Yeah. And this person who will remain nameless, mm. I, and I wish I could say, I mm. wish I could say, <laughs> he jumped who, into a stack of tires. <laughs> he jumped in, and stayed in there for nine hours. He got mm. paranoid. He got real paranoid sitting on shards of fucking crystal <laughs> that he thought there was some kind of cop activity or something. <laughs> so he hid in a stack of tires. <laughs> for like eight hours. Well, he didn't think it was eight hours. He said he jumped in and he ducked down for like 20 minutes. But then when he popped back up, the building that they were in was all shut down and the lights were off. And he had been in there for <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, hey, he did a little bit too much. The shards took over. Hey, dude. They started leaking in his ass pores. And once it started hitting his heart and his bloodstream, he just jumped into a fucking sack of tires. He time, he time, he time traveled. He time traveled. He's that was like, his time travel machine. Crystals and some tires. At least he Crystals and some tires, and you too can go to fucking yeah, At least he dimension. lived, bro. Like left, yeah. That was at least he lived. Yeah, we know people that. We know some people that. I didn't live from uh, from those shards. Funny. Yeah, bro. From that's having those funny. shards. But, that, <laughs> but this shards. gentleman, this gentleman said, so he pops out of the tires and it's dark. So then he said he, he was still under the influence of shards. So <laughs> shards. So he was still under the influence of shards. And so he was sitting there and uh, he thought maybe there was laser trip wires inside this garage or whatever yeah, it was, right? He thought there were going to be movement detectors. <laughs> right? Right. That's what he said. Right, he did say that. <laughs> he'd, he'd seen a lot of movies. Right. Anyway, uh, he, so he... He said, thought he was in fucking I Spy <laughs> as soon as he woke up, right? Mission Impossible. Constable. He thought yeah, it he was like Tom Cruise, Cruise yeah. hanging from the building with laser trip yeah. wires. <laughs> And he was in like a black suit, like a spider <laughs> car, right? That's what he thought. So With like, shards in his ass. <laughs> With and his so asshole puckering and fucking <laughs> meth juice. <laughs> so he, so he, meth and caca. <laughs> <laughs> so he, so he sat in this chair, like a little chair, for like the rest of the night, not moving a muscle, just fucking. Paranoia and out like just he thought vibrating. the cops were outside, and he thought that if, if he breathed too hard, he was like there was heat detector. <laughs> so yeah. he sat there, and then eventually the sun came up, right? And the person that was going to come in to open up the the building again, he realized now that he'd been there all night, and he was gonna have to try to explain like why was he already <laughs> he in the building? Doing there? So he hid, he hid. And the guy, the morning man that came in and opened everything up, he waited like three minutes and walked in behind him and just said, hey, how's it going, man? I just got here. How are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's like, yeah, that's an amazing. <laughs> that's I wanted to. Story. I wanted to recreate that. Like, I wanted to reshoot that scene. Like, the whole thing. Like, I wanted to do either, like, you know, have, like, Gary Busey come in and play this guy. 
and then just lay it all out and do a recreation or something. Did you ever have a, cha- a time where you put shards in your ass, no. Nick? No. no, never put shards. Did you ever time no. travel? Did you ever time travel? Wake up and it was like Wednesday. Yeah. What was that about? <laughs> when uh, I was on tour with Corn, that's when like shit like that happened. Because we just had cocaine for days. It was like we were trying to relive that life of the early how, 80s. Yeah, you how, were touring with them. Yeah, how yeah. fun is it to tour with Corn, man? How much fun is that? I mean, I toured with you know a few bands, but... Well, who did you all tour with? Limp Biscuit. Okay. Corn. Yeah. Worked with Funk Dubious. Yep. Did uh, shit with Wu-Tang. You know, and then I'd managed Jermaine Dupree for nine years. Wow. Wow. So, <clears throat> what's that, it like to manage? To Jermaine? manage? Yeah, it's what's like dealing what, with him? What does that mean? <laughs> that like, like babysitting? Yes. Yeah. Glorified right. babysitter. Yeah, but seriously. I mean, yes, that's part of it. I know that. It's a big part of it. But what kind of skills does it take actually to do it successfully? Because everyone thinks they could do that. There's a lot of people that are like, oh, I can manage. I know what to do. What well, does it two, really there's, take? There's tour managing and road managing. That's the aspect of travel. Right. 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 And then you have just the manager that sits there and just gets their deals done, executes. You know, it's a lot of following up. Right. Uh, I mean, you guys know. I you do, get, but, it's but like, you, we're asking you because no, I want to know your it's experience. It's just like it's one of those things where it's nonstop, you know, calling people, calling people, returning calls, calling people, returning calls, you know. Right. Setting everybody together. Everybody sits around. Everybody can. Can we do this? Can we get this done? Talk us through, like, not a specific deal, but talk us through the skill sets. And, and not only that, but your experience and your wisdom in terms of, I, I've got to believe that based on what you said, you've been in position to hear a lot of bullshit. Oh, yeah. So now you're bullshit. But I was also giving the bullshit. You know, I also had to learn how to spit the bullshit, too. Okay, mm. so what is that about, really? Like, what it's is that? It's like spitting. It's basically, you know, you're bigging yourself up and you're talking and you're, you know, like, it's just being a car salesman. Right, but what was so basically selling tattoos, but on a grander scale? Yes, exactly. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. So then, it, for you, your style of negotiation, then that's what that really is, right? To a certain extent, you're positioning yourself. You're saying I'm powerful, or like, what was your style? Because I have mine. I'll tell you mine. We can talk about it. No, mine was mine was basically just no bullshit. Like, here's what's gonna happen. <laughs> here's what's gonna happen. If it doesn't happen like that, then I gotta go. I love that. He was also in a position where he was running with and working with these bands and groups that were like mega big. Right. Right. Yeah, right. Like Limp Bizkit, so not just Limp Bizkit, a I was bit, with Limp Biscuit from the day their first record came out to Woodstock. Right. What's that, that like? That you can't uh, be telling people on a professional level what's going to happen when you're doing shit like that. You know what I'm saying? No, like I You get have it. some say so. Yeah, yeah, no, it was all controlled. I mean, we ended up, you know, literally, were the littlest band on the whole. We were the. It was them and Blink One Eighty Two. Okay, they, they opened up the whole Warp Tour. Right, and literally, it's like you're the first band. You're performing in front of nothing, to right. performing in the biggest show ever. Right, you mm-hmm. know, when there's a million people or whatever, seven hundred thousand people at the show. Okay, let me ask you a question. When you see a transition for a band like that. Right, where you're nobody knows and nobody gives a fuck. Right. And then all of a sudden everybody gives a fuck. Then all of a sudden you're the star. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. What do you see 
in terms of transformation or what it means? Is there a point where they don't believe it yet and then at some point they realize, fuck, I guess this is really happening? There was, you know, you had you were dealing with uh, a group of five people. Right. So you had people believing it and people not, and then you had, you know, yeah. you had your alpha, which was Fred. Right. Who I love Fred to death. You right. Know what I mean, like, right. Hot dog water and yeah. chocolate starfish. Yeah. I mean, that was. That is. I don't even know what that. When means. that record came out, it sold. It was the highest selling rock debut ever. It sold one million one records in a week. And was ever was his attitude? Nobody's ever beaten it till to this day. It's like. Hey, can I ask you a question? Way to go, kids. Let me ask you a question. Because you know what? Whenever I'm reading Billboard or whenever I'm like listening to whatever, they talk about album sales and all this shit, <clears throat> I almost feel like, and maybe it's because I'm ignorant, but I almost feel like it's really actually like everybody's broken some record. Like I like it's Michael Jackson broke a record, fucking Celine Dion broke a record, Elvis is still holding a record, the Beatles beat got a record, and then Michael think, Jackson beat that and record. And now, you know, Limp Biscuits got a record. So I when you say all that stuff, how is it that people are breaking the records and no one's done it since? Is it categories or whatever? Well, well it's just yeah, like Limp is in a category of its own. Got the, it. The highest rock debut ever. Was them? They were sold they one million rock? records in a week? Yeah, they were considered heavy rock, right? Or new hard rock, however you want to call it, right? And <clears> then, <throat> so no, but they did that, and this stands to this day as a rock debut. They've sold the most records ever. Okay, so whenever you hear that those things, you got to pay attention to the actual category that's yeah, specified. Exactly, and now it's all shifted because it's all digital. It's like a whole different. Way to count, yeah. Yeah, it's different ways. Was Fred Durst's attitude at the time, and you can say you don't know, I'm not trying to make anybody look bad or good or anything, but was it at the time, was he like, yes, see, I knew it all along. We were on top of the world, dude. You couldn't be. It was the the most amazing feeling ever. Right, but did he have the attitude that I knew this was going to happen? Yeah, he he basically projected that whole thing. Right. He He You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know, he drove the car. He, he did it all. Right. And so he, he did a lot of it. So in his mind, it was like, this was going to happen because I had this vision and we're making the shit happen. Oh, yeah. And then there was maybe, and you don't have to say who, but there might have been other people that were like, I don't know. It's not looking good. Or I, I mean, don't know. I, there's a time when me and him were in a limo. We just got to New York and he's on the phone with the, the label heads telling him, look, this video fucking sucks. I want a new video. Give me blah, 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 and I will shoot you the best video ever. Right. And they, like, said, okay, here you go. Here's your money. Right. He shot the video for Faith, which was basically a home sweet home knockoff on tour. Right. You know, it was just a tour video. Right. Number one video. Boom. Just, like, off of that, and that catapulted them to where they ended up. Right. And it- But it was him looking at them going, fuck you. This video sucks. I need to shoot my own video. And so let me ask you another question. What is it about record executives? Like, why do they just, suck? <laughs> they just do. I and mean, how, I was one of them for a minute. So no, I, What does know, that mean? What do you mean you were one of them for a minute? I mean, I, I bought into that whole system of, like, you know, doing the dance and walking the little fine line of, oh, yeah, we could do this. And, you know, it's going to flop. It's not going to happen. Right. But, you know, it's, it's, it's just an interesting Dynamic. I mean, that's the reason. A lot of the reasons why I'm out of the industry because can't play that game anymore. But bro, do you remember Pony? Yeah, dude, Pony relaunched back. I want to say this is around. Is this around 2005? The brand. Yeah, the brand Pony. Right. Yeah. Around 2005, <clears throat> they relaunched this brand. What was the parent company that bought it? The firm. The firm. Right. Grabs it and. Bro, they part of their campaign coming back was this Mike Tyson shot, bro, and he's wearing pony, and it's an OG picture of Mike Tyson in one of his fights. Right. The whole concept, the way they brought it back, dude. For a couple years, pony was hot again. I remember, yeah, dude. But... Did I give you some ponies? No, I didn't get shit from you, but I just Pong, remember. I, 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 <laughs> you didn't get we, shit from me. No, that no. Means- yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, but what I'm saying is is I do remember Pony. I do remember re- uh, reading about it. And this was back in the day when I read about yeah. It's Rise. Absolutely, bro. Like I two, mean, it was like 2002. Nick was handling a bunch of it. But, bro, let me tell you, bro, everybody was rocking Pony. They re-put it's out a great mid name. shoes. They they just they had it going on, man. Some of the sweats. Right, but they couldn't and... get a, a foothold in the yeah. in the sneaker game of Nike and Adidas. They ran Why? Yeah. Why they, couldn't they? They went retro. Right. Too early. Right, they before, were kind of, they were actually too ahead of the game, Pony. Yeah, Danny Boy was running that. He was part of that too. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. Why couldn't Pony get into the sneaker game? Well, they could get into the sneaker, <clears> but <throat> like all that shit's bought and paid for, dude. Like it is what do you today. Mean? What do you like, mean? Like the positioning and the way you're gonna, you know, it's pay to play. Right. You, you can't so get like, in front if me of the and customer. We're trying to launch a brand, you know, and we wanted to go on a major scale, and we had a big company behind us. They'd be like, okay, so what's in it for us? Right. 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 You know? So to get in front of your customers, to get in front of the people that are, are going to be able to represent 
and all that kind of stuff. You gotta you gotta pony up some fucking cash, so to speak. Or yeah, you gotta show them where you're gonna spend the money, how you're gonna spend the money. Right. And then Pony just couldn't get it done. No, they could get they got it done, but you know, it was a it was a, a pump, it was like one of the what's the word a pump and dump like it was like to yeah. pump it up and then get, get out, out and get yeah. their money and get gone. You know, and it wasn't going to be this thing that we were going to like still be working at. Right. You guys had it hot in L.A. though. Yeah, because we were popping our, our in L.A. Was you right know, there. Yeah, but the thing is, is like I'm I, and I'm I, and I'm looking at the brand now, but um, Pony is a fucking great name. Yeah, it is. It's a fucking great name. Right, yeah. but it's not Adidas. And it's not Nike. I don't, you know. But today it doesn't. Today, today it doesn't have to be. But today is different than fifteen years ago. How so? Because not enough time had passed yet. No, dude. It was. It was. They they had the marketing. The marketing was spot on. Too early. It was the product wasn't there. Well, that that was okay because it's got to deliver. You got to deliver. Yeah, yeah. What was wrong with a product? Well, they were doing it too retro. They were running those old lasts, like the old the old uh, tooling. Right. And they didn't do anything new. Right. And if they'd maybe if they'd have launched it new, might be different. Is this is it true? The rumors that you're setting this all up because you're going to relaunch Pony again? (laughs) Come on, I think Pony would work now. I think it'll be great, Nick. Come on, don't fuck with us. Supermax has to work first. No, listen, Supermax is leading the way. It's all about Supermax. Listen, look for Nick and Pony. All these other brands can come and go, but it's about Supermax. I was I was there. Like I watched the shit happen. Right. Uh, And then I watched Not Guilty happen. (laughs) Right. And then I watched Joker happen. Right. Like it's about those brands. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. God damn yeah. right. Shout out to Esteban Oreo. Go to Nick.com to see Pony. Shout out to Steve-O. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us your a good, uh, now that we're here, let's see. Let me see if I can, uh, you know, what I'd like to do right now, Nick, if we could. And, and you, you're, you're the maestro, so you tell us. But um, um, I want to go to the campfire. You see the campfire over there. <laughs> and I hey, want to want to tell the story of June June Oh, June Cha and the, Hold on, yeah, hold on. Let's get yeah. let's get by it's the whole, let's get get by the campfire. It's like I've been thinking about like it's crazy. Here we are. Stream. We're by a stream. The stars are out. Gather around. Hey, Nick, your fucking marshmallow is going to fall into the campfire guy. Fucking pull it in. Shout out to June Jaw. All right. Hey, Steve, do you have that giant bird of uh, cocaine? Just that, <laughs> bring that over here. I'm going to sleep on that I for my I can't have that too close to the fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or the whole forest will be They high. got our kids now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, Nick, tell shout us out a story. my daughter, Penelope. Hey, shout out to Penelope. Shout, shout out, out to, to daughters Penelope. in general. Yeah. My yeah. daughter, Tigra. Sophia. Yeah. Yeah, everybody. Listen, does. that little girl. It's a great picture, by the Thank way. Thank yeah, you, my it's friend. Picture. It's my my heart enjoys my his wife. His wife gets mad at that picture. You know why? Why? Because she complains that his hair looks better than her. Hair. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've told her if she takes in a little more protein, her hair is gonna <laughs> look shiny too. All right, so tell us a story, Nick. About no, look, uh, I'll break. I'll start from start to finish, really, because I remember when we were doing four three two F, and it was just. Literally, what was not guilty, Echo, Tribal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's everything. It was like literally like yeah. that. That whole. Was third rail there? Yeah. No, actually, you know, Kelly gave me my first job Top ever. Top bottom. Ever. Mm-hmm. Kelly, Kelly gave me my first job ever. 
I worked at Odd Spot 23. Shout out to Eddie Donaldson. Yeah. And see then, those guys you yeah. met over at Risky? And then yeah. Kelly gave mm-hmm. me a job because I asked him for one mm-hmm. after I worked for Eddie. But, yeah, no, there's a uh, – and then that whole that whole thing evolved. The whole industry just evolved. 432F. I, I, I wish that show would come back. Yeah, I got pictures of us at the booths, like the Not Guilty, Scandalous. Yeah, that that's shit. crazy. And then, you know, when I went to the joint um, in 93 or, yeah, 93, um, the morning that I had to turn myself in. Yeah. Uh, Nick was there. Nick was there with Esteban. Were you? Yeah, yeah. they they rolled. Nick and Esteban we went rolled. We had breakfast. Yep. Where'd you guys we, we have showed breakfast? Up, we showed up at like eight or nine in the morning, right? Yeah. Court. <clears throat> and then my attorney comes over and he's like, "Hey, they're gonna push back on this and that, and they're not gonna be able to do your thing for another few hours. So you might as well go get go and, and then come back. Right. So I'm all ready to go, bro." And when I tell you I'm ready to go, I'm packed up, ready to go. Right, you got stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got stuff. I got, I got a trunk loaded, everything. So we end up, we're, we drive down the street to Ocean Park and Lincoln. Yes. And there used to be a Thomas's, which was a great breakfast diner. Dude, uh, this place, it was right where Lucky's um, supermarket was. And uh, yeah. we went in there, bro, Aww. and everybody was ordering up. Jessica couldn't eat. Um, she was nobody, like, no, no. You want to know something? I don't think anybody was really eating. There was like one or two people that ate, and everybody else was like having coffee. I ordered some food. What did you order? And, oh, I ordered like eggs and hash browns. He was and, having breakfast. But, yeah, it, it fucking ate up like half the plate. And then right. halfway in, I just couldn't eat any, eat anymore. And like the thinking just started getting to me. Right. Started fucking playing with Vincent. And yeah, but it. man, we're, and I was trying to smoke up every fucking cigarette I could. Of course. And then he Shit. went bye bye. I went bye bye. <laughs> Let me ask you this: bye bye for You got a good uh, Polly B story? <laughs> I mean, dude, just just. But here's the thing about Polly B: it's just being with him was the best. Like just being in the same room as him was amazing. What made it amazing? Because <laughs> you, know? you know, listen, listen. You know what I mean? Though, <laughs> like we, you could just sit around and he will just literally just make anybody laugh. He'll, you know, everybody. You know, I says remember that. the time when we pulled up. Uh, where were we? Uh, oh. Uh, Right across Ten Masa, right across from uh, the Roxy, mm-hmm. and that dude kept talking about him, talking about mm-hmm. him, and Polly B's like, "Hey, Lucky, you gotta come with mm-hmm. me." And remember, you don't uh-uh. remember that? No. What happened? Tell the story, Nick. And he's not trying to give I don't. you. Oh, Listen, you that's not okay. uh, that's not prison language for shut I hear the fuck so up. So many stories that I don't remember, bro. No, well, tell the story. Uh, uh, Help him remember. Okay. Thank God, please. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm gonna keep one name out. Yeah, please. Just it's that's okay. It. Yeah. But we pulled up there, and Pauly B's like, "Hey, dude, come with us." So Lucky gets in the car. Pauly B gets in the car. They go over there. It's right by this <laughs> restaurant called Ten Masa. The guy was doing hair right, right. there, right oh. next to it. Okay. And the guy, <laughs> see, he's trying to remember. Yeah, yeah. But the, that's where the guy did hair. That's where he cut hair. Restyled hair. He keeps mm-hmm. saying hair and pointing at Lucky like that's gonna fucking it's jog gonna trigger him. it. Yeah. But anyways, that's where he was curling hair. That's where he <clears> was dyeing the just, hair. He just like let him have it, dude. He didn't. He <laughs> didn't. It was nothing about the way that he he didn't put his hands on him. He just told him, "Hey, look, motherfucker, keep my name out your fucking mouth." Ba 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 And dude just like welted. <laughs> dude just went whoop. And you know, dude. When I say the name, you'll be like, oh, mm. you'll remember everything. Was it a guy that normally doesn't wilt? Is he a he's tough guy? Not, he's, he's from that area. He's from that other area. 
You know what I mean? He's like from down the street and did around you the corner go with from Polly? where Lucky's from. Did you go with Polly B on that mission? Yeah, I was right there. And d- did you fold your arms and look tough? Or? No, dude. I just sat there, dude. I just like was laughing because it's funny. Right. It's, when Paulie B's trying to be serious with you, you can't yeah. help but laugh. Why is that, Steve? Because he's just the funniest fucking because guy. Because it's like everything's not really like real life to him. Yeah. What it does was, that mean? Like, it's like it's like it's, he thought that like, he here, would Pauly think B. that things are like a skit or <laughs> this is a TV exactly, show. Dude. Like this is a TV show. Like it's not really like dude. We're, I'm gonna go jump in front of that car right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, dude, we're, no. Look, here's the thing. I got married. There was once. always shit about to happen with Polly. Yes. I love that. <clears throat> like there was always a running agenda. You'd see Polly, but you were just like a piece that was coming into like a wave of things that you might not even know, right? So you'd be there and like, exactly. hey, the delivery would be coming. You'd be like, hey, bro, I need you to come here with me. Or somebody show up to see yeah, him that you didn't even know was coming. Or like, or, or I got like this thing I got to show you. Or like, man, it was always like five different things going on with Well, that yeah, no, day, like bro. at my wedding, I got married once, one time. <clears throat> but like, dude, like, I was... got married once, one time. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, and we didn't. Once. Yeah. We didn't. You're not married, Truman? No, I am. This is my second marriage. Right, that's I'm, what I'm saying. I'm we didn't. We, 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 you didn't. Well, let, tell the story, no, and then Paul, we'll get into my well, love here's life. The deal. Like, you know, <laughs> hey, Paul was there. Paul was there. Joey was there. Paul, Joey, Castillo, um, Pauly B, <coughs> Lucky. Lucky was wait in my minute, wedding. Wait a minute. You said I got married once. Yeah. What well, the fuck does that mean? You're divorced, uh, motherfucker. Yeah, but I'm only going to get married one time. <laughs> right, I'm not going to get He got married twice. Yeah, he said I got married <laughs> once. He's pointing. He's like, he. But he. He got married twice. He's he fucking crazy. Yeah, you I nuts. learned my lesson. I was trying to say that uh, I got married once and it didn't work out. And he got married once and it didn't work out. Now he's married twice. I got married once and it didn't work out. Okay. <laughs> All right, go <laughs> ahead. Now. And I have a beautiful daughter. I tried, of course. Oh, yes, you do. God yeah. bless Penelope, okay. right? Yeah, so, okay. you know, we're at the wedding, this and that. And. Polly and like all of a sudden, Polly B comes over to me. He's like, "Hey, hands me a bunch of money," but all it's all that. wet. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think he's had it up his ass. I don't know what he was right, doing, right. but right. it was all wet. And he's like, "Dude, this is just a little bit for you, you know, for getting married, this and that." And he's like, "Come with me." Walk to the mm-hmm. bathroom, and it's like <laughs> he gives me another bag full mm-hmm. of cocaine. Right, yeah, like, uh, right. like I just got mm-hmm. married, bro. Pure you class. Know? Yeah, pure class. It was the best ever. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Paulie B was a he was an inter, you know an interesting guy, you know I really liked just hanging out with him because we had the Wasted Youth store together. Right, but and, did you ever like? Do you have a thought on? Do you have a thought on like what Paulie B could have been in a different profession? Like if yeah. if, if circumstances were different. Yeah, he could have been great. He, no, he, I mean, he would have been a CEO. He would have been a boss for sure. The you know way what? that you sit with him, the way that you, the way that he commanded the room, yeah, was you know top notch. I was thinking more along the lines because everybody that we've talked to said the same thing that you said, which is when he was in the room, it was fucking, it was funny. Like when he was in the room, it was hilarious, or it was just, it just was an he extra. Could, he, he just commanded it. It was his room. So Any I, room that he was in, it was his room, and he was gonna have at it. And have you, you know, ever, I remember that time when he, uh, when they, when he robbed those guys. 
<laughs> it's gonna be a good Which summer. Guy, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? No, but you know, and then he got the he had the low rider for a minute. <sighs> yeah, I just think about. But all wait, those when good you times. say you remember when he robbed those guys, mm-hmm. right? What? There's another guy from from that type part of town. And right. What do you remember? Knocked like, on the door and yeah. <laughs> he said, "Hold Steve's on." Steve's already. Steve, <laughs> go ahead, Steve. What's the smile? No, he, said, no, no, no. he said, "Hold on." You know, mm-hmm. it's like the dude just walked in with like I think five <laughs> pounds of weed, and and then the other dudes came out of the 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 the, clock, the room, yeah, and said, "Bro, you're getting robbed," <laughs> and he just had to sit there and take it. This dude, he just yeah. had to sit there and take it. Right. So, so no issues. Like, ah, oh, fuck. Right. Like I just got got. Right. Like like as if you were playing hide and seek and you got tagged. Yeah. Exactly. Right. There's not gonna be a fight. There's not gonna be any trying to weasel yeah, out of this hit shit. Somebody. Nothing. It's over, Johnny. It's like, Just hand over the fucking weed, right? A lot of things with with Nick Leo. <laughs> a lot. Nick was just around a lot of different stuff. Lifestyle Car Club and. Just a, a yeah, lot no, of but it. like literally, like that whole era though that we're talking about with four three two F and the whole yeah. launching of all that stuff, like that was uh, some of the best times. West Coast Streetwear. Hold on a second. We just were there. It was just, yeah. I was just there. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so you, a lot of it. You talked a little bit. Now, look, you're a man of experience. You're a man now um, who's wisened, mm-hmm. a family man, loves his children, da da da. And you, you've talked now here about your um, um, health experiences, right? Yeah. And you said that, what was it that you, 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 you stopped you from smoking? What was it? Well, a year ago. Yeah. A year and a half ago. A year and a half ago. <laughs> yeah, because you're going to have to. A year and a half ago. I had a stroke, and then three months later, I had a heart attack. But, mm. like, I didn't know I and had... And how old are you at the time of this happening? Uh, 48. 48. 47. Which is young. Right. Yeah. What kind of stroke did you have? Did you... Were you... Was it I like Legends three. of the Fall? Were you, like, um, the dad in Legends of the Fall who had a stroke? Like, did you have to, like... You lost part of movement in your arm, and you had to write on a chalkboard, and and yeah, I didn't have like that type of debilitating like yeah, one, yeah like right yeah. off the bat, right. So basically, um, I was, you know, I've done a few jobs. I've had a few industry like jobs, right? Okay. And when I shifted into the cannabis industry, okay. So I lived in the mountains, I was growing weed, was doing that whole a little thing. bit like Legends of the Fall, then. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. No, Out but, in the wilderness, but. but you know, I had a was building a lab, doing the whole thing, and somebody's and so I said Super Bowl weekend. I go, I'm gonna drive home, you know, go home to L.A. for the weekend, this and that. Yeah, and I think I had the stroke that t- that night when I was driving home. I really while you were driving. Yeah, because it just like what, what happened? Because I couldn't look at, I couldn't see anything that was happening on my phone. You know what I mean? Like, I was looking wow. for my cell phone. Wait, let, let me understand something, because maybe I'm a little fucked up. But you're telling me that you're driving home... On the 5 freeway. At night, and you're trying to look at what's going on your phone and having a stroke at the same time. And night. I can't really see what's happening. It just doesn't sound safe to me. <laughs> no, it's not safe, bro. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, it what are you driving? It. My Tundra. Okay. I just got okay. the Tundra. All right. So I'm <clears> driving, <throat> and I'm looking, and I'm like... Because <clears throat> there's times when you're in a rig or a cube truck, too, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I drove box vans, like the whole right, thing. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So you're looking at your phone, and you're like, I can't see what's happening. No, and, I, and I, so I just shook it off, and I just drove home. <laughs> shook off a stroke. And that was the first one, I think. Right. And then there were, like, two other ones that I had. Right. But my arm, my hands, like, as it, I just kept trying to shake it off. Jumar, right. Jumar, I'm like, eh. My arm's fine. Right. I'm fucking fine. Right. And I'm trying to, like, 
put stuff together and it's not going together. Right. Then I went to the grocery store and right. I had another one, I think, mm -hmm. because right. I handed her my card and I go, I don't know what's happening. And she swept, you know, because I could not. I did do it. Yeah, I, like a brain for you. Yeah. Don't. No, I understand that. But you, you handed her your card. Jumahan thinks it's funny. I know. Jumahan I mean, thinks he's it's funny. Later, it's okay. No, Until no, he has a motherfucking <laughs> stroke in the fucking market line. Anyone? Yeah. yeah. He's over there like that. Yeah. yeah dude. Hey, I'm gonna be right there and be dude, like, yeah, hey, you fucking love that fucking Nick, huh? How you feel now? Huh? Yeah, but listen, smart guy. Is listen, buried no, in a no, milky no, no. way. Listen, listen, listen. He's got <laughs> skittles all over the floor. His fucking wallet popped out of his jeans. First of all, just just for the record, shoes all the way down to the checkout line. Just for the goddamn record, we laughed at a lot of people getting robbed during this conversation. Yeah. We laughed at a lot of people who had shards up their ass and time traveled in this conversation. So yeah, yeah do I think it's a little funny now that he's healthy and he and, and he's here talking to us that he's telling me, yeah, I was driving a truck at night trying to read my phone and I didn't understand. I think I had a stroke. I shook it off. <laughs> then I kept going. I tried to put something together. My arm wasn't working, so I shook that off, right? Mm. And then I went to the grocery store and I tried to buy some cantaloupes <laughs> and I handed the Called to the lady and said, "I don't know what's happening." And she just took my hand and swiped it, and then I just shook that up. Yeah, that's, that's not funny. That's that's really funny. Yeah, but that's right. what happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you so know, and then I and then I you know, and I didn't leave. I didn't drive back because <laughs> I was gearing up to drive back up the mountain. Right. You <laughs> want to have some more near death to, to experiences some, to drive up twelve hours into the woods. Right. You know. Just... Now you're making stroke decisions. Yes. Yes. Yeah, no, it just kept happening, and then my arm, you know, my hands and my arms started to. <laughs> Don't do that! Don't, you're making me laugh on purpose. <laughs> that's, not, that's fucked up. That's How dare you make me laugh at that? But that's yeah, what, you okay? Go, but that's what happened. But right, no, 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 I know. But so, at what point finally did you? Because every literally, guy, like my ex-wife, my daughter, my parents, uh, girlfriend at the time, everybody's like. Go to the fucking hospital. Go. I'm like, whatever. I'll be fine. Right. You know what I mean? That's what I tell my wife every time. Dude, sometimes I don't even tell my wife anything because I get like <laughs> lightheaded sometimes just for like, I don't know why I held my breath. I just stood up real fast. Whatever. I Listen, let me tell you something. My wife, anytime she's lightheaded, she announces it to everybody. And she thinks something's wrong, and maybe she's got to eat, or she's got to sit down, or maybe it's a smell of a chemical that she's had. I don't know what it is about mm -hmm. women, mm -hmm. but they're trying to create this perfect biodome in their body, and if they smell a weird smell, it can give them a headache, or they don't know where they're going. Yeah, bunch of bullshit. Yeah, so they kept is. telling me, go to the hospital. Right. I don't say anything because I'm like you. I'm yeah. like, I'm fine. Yeah, just I will be. I'll deal with this. Leave me alone. Right. Mm -hmm. So I said, fine, I'll go to the morning. <laughs> I, go, I, I didn't want to go right. I was like gonna just head up to the hills yeah and, um so I woke up that morning you know walked my dogs and I then I is your arm still weird yeah oh my arm's getting worse things okay. are getting worse mm -hmm. you know so so I finally just walked into my garage I called 911 and they picked me up and then me. when they came did the paramedic look at you and be like no, yeah, he, bro, no you're he having didn't know what was going on he didn't know but when right. I sat when I got to the hospital I'm like, I think I had a stroke. What is it? Because my dude? dad kept telling me, dude, you've had strokes. Like, because he's had them. Right. So he told me, and this and that. So and they went and they checked me. And 20 minutes later, dude, it was like, <sighs> like rushing me here, doing this test. You're not going anywhere. Yeah, I'm not what leaving. What did you think at that point? Were you uh, scared? Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine so. 
I think that's partially why us men, and I'm including myself in that, are a little bit like, it's fine. Because yeah. if we go to the doctor and they start running tests and tell us what's really wrong, that's terrifying. Yeah, no, it's like, it's just, you know. But then, <clears throat> so I got through that, and I, they sh I guess my, it's like my diabetes and all that stuff was really out of control. Right. Like, the they were beaming. Right. So they had to bring me down, so they shifted my diet a lot. And I was still smoking. Right. Because I could not stop smoking. Right. Like, it was like, I'm like, wait, I just had a stroke. I'm in here. Give me a cigarette. Right. Well, I mean, that, dude, that's that stressful. That cigarette talking to you is amazing. Right. Like, that's, that, right. that drug is something else. It's a whole other problem yeah. in itself. Right. Yeah, so I was there for three, four days. They released me. And, you know, people were looking at me like, get a job, Nick. Or whatever, because I didn't. Get a job. Yeah, because I didn't have any. I didn't have any t kind of income. Hey, you just listen, had a stroke. Get listen, a job, brother. motherfucker. Listen, brother, listen I didn't have any on. income. I was like, I just spent a bunch of money, like buying a bunch of stuff in Humboldt County because we were building oh, right, a lab. Right, right, right. A so I'm like, I had like two months that I could live off of, but then I needed to get a job. So I faked the funk. I got a job. And then two months later, bam, heart attack. Like right in the middle of the lab. Like my chest hurts. My chest hurts. Like what the fuck? God damn. My chest hurts. My chest. Like I literally. And I sat down and then I was like doing this. And they're all looking at me and they're like, go. Went to one agent, urgent care. Yeah. They're like, got to go here. Went there. Then they rushed me and they fucking gave me three stints. Bam, bam, bam. Just like that. Just like that. And I could have gone home that night. But they're like, you need to stay here for a couple of days. Did you have a... Uh, a fucking talk to the universe at that point and say like, oh shit, I guess no. I gotta no. What happened? Because I was just so in myself of like the addiction of nicotine and just because I'm an addictive personality. Right. I, well, I'm not getting loaded or anything. I'm just that type of person. So sure. Yeah, dude. And it took me like four or five months after that to go get hypnotized by Kerry Gaynor. Shout out to Kerry Gaynor. Mm. Yeah. And How long did it take to hypnotize you to get you off the cigarettes? Three weeks. Because they think everything's three weeks, right? That whole philosophy of like 21 right. days, 21 days. days. a habit, yeah. all that shit. Yeah. And three weeks, and did they do like a watch? Did the person... How no, did they basically the first, you know, the first week, you can smoke as many cigarettes as you want. No, I mean the hypnosis. Like, did they yeah, swing no, a I'm watch in you. your face? No. <laughs> no, they didn't do that. Oh, yeah, what'd they do? But, so, the first week you could smoke as many cigarettes as you want. And you were smoking like a motherfucker. Dude, I was with, I'm never without a cigarette. Right. Never. Right. God gave you five fingers so you could hold four fucking cigarettes <laughs> at the same time. God. Yeah. And then, second week, it's like, okay, you're going to quit today. Oh. <laughs> and you know, just the way you said that made me sad. The brakes came on. Yeah, huh? I got sad Dude, right there. Yeah, that's that's. I didn't like that. I at didn't all. like it at all. No, you're gonna quit today. Uh, and you're like, what? You like look at yourself like, huh? Right. Wait, I didn't get my cert. You know, my right. ceremonial last cigarette. Right. You just gotta throw them away. And literally, it's you're doing. You know, you're fighting with your demons. Right. To not have a cigarette for three days. Right. Because once you hit that third day, yeah. oof, you're good. Like, I mean, there's still the urge, yeah. but you're good. Like, right. you, like that's your, the nicotine's left you. Right. It's like, oh, you're like, okay, I can do this. And you just got to tell yourself every time that you're going to have a cigarette, you fight it. You're like, no, get off of me. Like, how, I don't old is, want. how old is Penelope? She's 15. Is she happy that you're not smoking? Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, God. Yeah. Is she daddy's girl? Yeah. She's uh, the best ever. Yeah. That's beautiful. You know? I'm glad to hear that. I take a that. lot of it from him, 
you know? Because he huh? had a daughter. Oh, I get it. Okay. So, I, you know, like we're at that moment <laughs> right now. Steve, yeah. you know, we, he talks to me. He's like, dude, you're going to be okay. Because right. I'm at that moment where she's 15. Oh. She wants to be her own person. Yeah, right. She wants nothing to do with ah. she, I, I, I That got, ain't cool at all. Like, yep. Oh, I hang out with her for, tw- for 20 minutes when I pick her up. Uh, somewhere that's and driver. That's Don't it. you tell her about Limp Biscuit and all that shit? Yeah, I tell her. I'm off with some fucking cool no, guy. To, you've been trying to sell her that for the last. He's like, have you heard this album? It's the number one rock <laughs> debut. God damn it! Yeah, no, but she and she's know. like, I don't care, Dad. And her mom's great. Right. Her stepdad's great. Like right. they're all they're they're right. good people. So right. you know what I mean. But yeah, no. <sighs> that I, smoking cigarettes shit ain't no joke. Oh, I and I know I that. Tell him all the time. Just right. go for it, dude. Just dude, Steve's it. quit like 12 times on the show. Hey. I've heard it. Don't know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a you know, avid know. listener. I've heard him quit. Yeah. Tell him the Jermaine Dupri story. Yeah, tell me the Jermaine Dupri story. What do you mean, Jermaine Dupri story? And, uh, I love ju- the, uh, They try to talk to each other Jun through Cha. their eyes. Jun Cha. The Jun Cha. June? Did see that? Do you see oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. He put... Uh... Oh, that's right. I've completely forgotten. He did forgot. Janet Jackson on Yeah. That's right. He did what? Dupree got a Janet Jackson tattoo? Uh Uh-huh. Right here. On his wrist. On his wrist? Yeah. Did he ever sleep with Um, her? um, At the time, I was managing. At the time, I was was, They were together. They were together? Were they together? Yeah. Yeah, him and Janet. Man, what's that like to sleep with Janet Jackson? I I don't know. I don't know, but he (laughs) liked it. He got her tattoo on him. Yeah. He got her tattoo on him. And I remember we go to, I was managing June Shaw at the time. June Shaw is fucking epic. Yeah, June, he's a great guy. He's, He's He's that shit. His I, I think he's. I, I think he's. I gotta say it, man. He's the most talented artist in the world, bro. Very talented. I, I gotta say that, bro. He just is. Anyways. No, but let's go. Kind of go. Go back. So I was. You know, I did the whole rock thing for a long time. Right. And um, that just burned me out. So I wanted a job in the end. You know, just I'm like, please, can I just like get off the road? Because I was gonna destroy myself. Right. I was going to have four strokes. You know what I mean? Like, right. So I got sober, you know, went to work at this company called The Firm. Oh. Great company. I heard that they relaunched Pony. Yes, they did. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Steve, fucking guy. So guy. I worked there for a while, <laughs> yeah. you know, did, and then shifted, and then uh, <laughs> a gentleman named Jeff Rabhan started his own company, and he managed Everlast and Jermaine right. Dupree and... They're like, look, like we need somebody to handle Jermaine. Like, I'll take it. Right. So I just worked with Jermaine for last, for you know nine years. Yeah. And then Jermaine left. Like he he moved to New York, and Jermaine's like, I need a manager. I'm like, I'll do it again. So, and you know, I really reshifted his career from he became you know a DJ. Right. In Vegas. Right. You know, we had five year residency. Right. We were doing really well. Like things were great. Right, but June Chaw, he got a. We hooked him up, yeah. got them together, and he got, he got Janet Jackson on his ribs. Wow, picture of Janet, like huge. which one? And he didn't want like, to do it, it until he had some of the pussy spray, <laughs> huh? The pussy cream, I guess. Oh yeah, that's right. What pussy? Cream? He got the, this numbing, numbing cream. There's this numbing oh. cream, and the numbing cream would just kind of come out. You know, in the number. Yeah. for tattoos, and you could actually numb yourself out and get this tattoo, like. Get, they were they were starting to advertise it. Right. Spray this shit on, right. and you won't even feel it when they put the tattoo on you. Yeah, right? so they rubbed some. They rubbed some. Gr- so Jermaine had his whole Jermaine, thing. like he was like June's there, but Jermaine was really like, I gotta get the cream. I gotta yeah. get the cream. Yeah. I gotta, right. So 
I remember we were over that there at the hotel. That shit must have hurt. That shit, I mean. I remember telling him, hey, got the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes like this, just don't say pussy cream. <laughs> and the first thing I said to that dude is, to Jermaine is like, oh, you used the pussy cream? Yeah. He looked at me all sad. He looked down at the ground. <laughs> What it, yep. what picture did he get? Was it like the Janet Jackson topless with the hands yeah. over the titties? Oh. Has a hood on or something like praying? Yeah. She looked like a she looked like a saint. You know, I think I think it was Janet Jackson that got me into African American chicks, bro. Because oh really? I swear to God, oh. Oh. it's oh, a okay. true story. No, this is true. Listen, I love my wife; she's the best in the world. But I'll tell you this: different strokes. Charlene, right? I think that was her name on Different Strokes when she was playing Charlene. Uh, I, I even liked her there. She's a little chunky, but I was like, hey, it's okay, right? Mm-hmm. And then all the rest of the shit, I'm like, that she's fine. And I was like, man. Oh, Janet's great. Right. She's a great woman, beautiful woman. And know. Steve and old Blue Eyes here have seen me run through my share of African-American women. And I think that all comes from Janet Jackson. Wow. Yeah. That's quite a That's compliment. A- <laughs> right. Hey. Right. Okay. Right. So, yeah, no. Okay. Well, More listen. Power. Hey, shout out to Janet Jackson. Yeah. Shout out to Rhythm Nation. To June Chaw. And June Chaw and Pussy Cream, right? Yeah. Shout out to Pussy Cream. Shout, shout out to, out to Pussy Cream. <laughs> shout, shout out to Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> right. Shout out to, uh, let's uh, Nick, listen. Look, I got a question. So, yeah. Nick, look, t- tell us and help us understand real quick some of the changes that just came from 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 what had to, what what uh, what happened to you, bro? This is a year ago that you had all this half. shit. A year and a half that happened. Dude, I you know it's it's like it's like we're having this conversation right now. I need to take a pause. I need to think, you know, about what I'm about to say, you know, because <clears throat> some things don't come out like they used to. Like uh, my mouth will move faster than my brain. I love that. That happens to me, and I haven't even had a stroke. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it did affect you know, like my arms, like I can just I can write my name the way I used to. Yeah, just like this week. Right. Like I just got it. Like right. it doesn't droop down. Like when I would write my name, it would all droop. Everything was drooping. Right. But I didn't have any paralysis. Okay. You know, like there wasn't like anything with right. Me. But for like two, three days, there was. Right. So were you tripping? Like shit. I hope I'm not stuck like this. Yeah, no, dude, it, it was a lot of crying, a lot of, like, soul-searching, you sure. know, just on my own of, like, yo, like, what the fuck did you do to yourself? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you do that? You're not even 50. I want to, I want to, you know. I want to hear, well, that's what I'm trying to get at, is, like, where are you at with all this happening? Like, today? What's you today? Like, what's your perception on this stuff? Yeah, where, what's life? going on for you today? Like, now? Like in no. terms of philosophy and where you're heading with your life now, knowing now the good things that you know? I mean, look, everybody should quit smoking. Cigarettes was, I believe that that was my call. Like, that was my thing. Right. Like, the cigarettes took me down. Right. But it's also the the drug use, you know, not dieting, not eating right. All that stuff took me down a path. Right. To where I might, you know, I might not have came back. I could have died right then and there. Did you have any near-death experience or anything even if it well, wasn't dude, like that's the thing like i don't know what was going on when i was going to sleep right not being at the hospital right you know i was going to dude, i was just going to sleep waking up like oh you know, it was like four days of me just it's gonna be fine I'm like yeah my arm's fine right <laughs> it'll be fine right it just yeah it's a real you know like think about it you know i get a little teary-eyed about it, like whoa like dude you could not be here right now 
Right. But you are here now. Yeah. And you are able to take some of that wisdom with you. So in terms of career, too, like... No, but you guys really, real quick, you were talking about anxiety. Yeah. I, you know, never had issues with it at all. Right. But now the shit hits me. Like right. driving is a is a thing that I got to like, it's like I get anxiety when I'm driving. And I've never had issues. Right. Ever. But literally, like... I'll feel like a certain type of way. I'll pull over. Right. I You'll feel, pull over. You'll take the time. Yeah. I have to. Or I'll just, or I'll scream at myself like, okay, Nick, you're going to be fine. And I just power through it, bro. I fucking love it. And that's what I was trying to tell old blue eyes. That people have anxiety. That's probably a normal human feeling. And you have to find... Dude, he just came in with like a puffy windbreaker. <laughs> yeah, like, Dude, you look bur- like I was in the Supermax sweatshirt, and you know that shit's thick. Yeah, but then you just came in, and it, and it looked like you just came Boom. in off a yacht or something, like yeah. a Newport <laughs> or, yacht or off a Newport tennis court. Right? Like, what is that? What okay. kind of fucking? Anyway, yeah, like listen. speaking of that anxiety. Yeah, go so ahead. Go on. No, no, finish. Oh, I was just saying that that anxiety is a normal human feeling. Yes, yes. there's 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 levels to it, but. I think what you said, which is sometimes you got to pull over and take the time. Take and sometimes breath. you got to yell at yourself and say you're going to be all right and power through it. Yes. Right? Yes. What is what is what is warrior culture without the drugs and all that shit? What is that other than people, fighters, soldiers yelling at themselves over their anxiety that you're going to be, be okay yeah, you're and you're going to get through it? Yes. Right? That's what that's all about. What's the ritual about? I don't, dude. I don't know, but like literally, like I power through it all day long. That's it. You know what, man? I get up in the morning and I'm like, okay, let's go to work. Like, yeah, I ain't no feeling sorry for himself. This guy. That's one thing I gotta say about Nick is he's kept on showing up, man. That's why he's on the show. I mean, listen, I just love the fact that he says that he just powers through it all, man. That's just what he does. Yeah, no. There's there's times when you know I feel down. You know, depression definitely hits me. Sure. And this is all emotions that I've had. After the stroke Right You know that, what I mean That you probably held at bay Prior to the yeah, stroke exactly For sure Right All for, those waffles All those McGriddles That coke The uh, fucking road All that <laughs> shit Come on brother Those that was, McGriddles are good I dude. know they are I know they right? are I'll admit right, it Sean? Yeah, sure. I mean uh, Right uh, Look at me smiling Yeah Yeah I, but dude But there comes a time When that shit has <clears throat> to stop Right There comes a time When you gotta put food Back in its place Yep Right. Yeah. No. Just like jerking off. Like I love a good steak at Boa. Right. Sure. Oh, right. I'd love sure. to go get it, you know, but I can't. Right. That and and have does... you missed out on any meals, sir? Now, have you? Has it? Is it true? Have you actually ever missed out on a decent meal? No. All right. So no, come on. Dude. Enough with the craziness. Yeah, dude. People get a little. People are fucking sloopy. I know. I'm go, with you on that. Over. I'm just like, just come. Nick down. used to. Nick used to. When he'd order a steak, yeah, he'd order a big, thick piece of butter to have on the side. Yeah. So when the steak showed up, yeah. he just dropped the piece of butter on yeah. the top of the hot steak right. so it would melt down. He like really liked to live it up, right? So listen, so them arteries yeah, started closing sure. down. Who gives yeah, a shit? No. The, the man did it here. He's still here now. He's powering through. No, he said, chi- and he's gonna go have a steak sandwich as soon as he leaves. He here. burned it out. <laughs> he burned it out. His fucking artery credit's done, but he didn't miss out on a meal. Yeah, there you go. He's still yeah. with us. Nick Leo. No, but uh, the king. Nick the, the king. king. The king. But see, like, there's a whole bunch of stuff that me and him went through, you know? Like, literally, like, before. No, because 
I was the first person that I put him in touch with the hundreds. Like I said, yep. I vouch for yep. him. Yep. Vouch yes, for him he being did. a towpad. <laughs> it's like <laughs> literally like Hey, I brought him on like like he like he was the introduction there. I brought him on over to um Young and Reckless. And famous stars and straps. Yeah, fam- like I he was yeah, he was, I, he was I, doing I, all the marketing for famous a long I was time the ago. Vice too, president yeah. of marketing. Yeah. For famous. Well, I worked with Travis, like the whole, like that listen, whole listen, ebb and flows of I, life. I, I, listen, let me, let, let me tell you something, guys. Listen, here it is. We've got probably another seven episodes with Nick the King. Yeah, yeah. You are always welcome back, sir. You're always welcome. I want to hear about Nick Travis. I want to hear about all the stories that you didn't tell us on this one. Yeah, I want to hear about Nick. how many times you faked you couldn't remember because you had a stroke yeah. when you could remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to hear about that. That's actually fun. I know. Yeah. And I also want to hear about exactly what is meant by hot dog water. I don't. I never understood the hot dog water part. The chocolate. Yeah. I understand chocolate starfish. I guess okay. that's like a butthole, right? Yes. Okay. But what's the hot dog water? The hot dog is the what's going in the chocolate starfish. But why is there water? I don't know. Well, that's what I was just, asking. All right, thank you. you. You you know what? I've been thinking about that for ten years or whatever it's been. Now so you just you. got it cleared up for oh, it. it. Means thank nothing. God. Right. right. <laughs> Ah. It's a silly name. Just a silly name. Yeah, that's all all right. I'm Bro, glad that's I spent a lot of time thinking yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. Okay, thank you, Nick sir. Leo, any shout-outs? Yeah. Supermax. I, how yes. can people give you money? Tell us how no. to give yeah. you money. Don't be like that. Hey. Okay. Do you have your hey. weed lab up no, in that mountain? Tell them about the ropes. Tell no, them no, about no, the ropes. No, no, yeah. no. I'm about, hey, <laughs> check it out. I'm about witnessing. I'm about being a witness to my friends. So I'm witnessing what he's doing now. Right, Steve. Because I remember when he wasn't doing like this, when we, you know. Oh, yeah. When he was super skinny and super, you know. Yeah. Me and Carlos just looking at you with that whatever her name was and just Just knowing something was up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now look at him. He's on a sailing regatta. He's part of a team with a fucking sailing (laughs) regatta. No, but he called, you know, every time we talk about it, like, you good today? You know, like, you you done? You ready? And he's like, Yes or no? I never judge this man. Oh. That's one thing that that, he, that I can say to him. Right. That I was like, yo, just do, just live your life, and have fun with it. Right. Yeah. All right. I think that's that's right. Nick Leo. Love you. My boy. Adios. Champion. Adios.